Hey y'all, it's Rachel from Smarter Teaching, here to share a latte and give you all the tools you'll need to work smarter, not harder, in your classroom. Social media is a double-edged sword. It's great to be able to easily share and collaborate with teachers all over the globe, but it's definitely up to the pressure to make everything Pinterest perfect. It's super easy to fall down the rabbit hole of Instagram, Facebook, or Pinterest, searching for classroom decor ideas, back-to-school ideas, lesson ideas, lesson plans. Something's cuter than what you had planned. Should you try that? Someone else tried it a different way. Do you need to change your original plan? It's helpful, but you can quickly plan to search for one thing, and then it's been 30 minutes or 45 minutes or it's an hour, and you have so many different ideas, you don't know what you should do. Should you stick to what you originally planned? Should you change? This other teacher did the same thing you're planning, but they did it in a really different way and it worked out so nicely. Would that work out for you? They have more students. You don't have that many. They have more materials. You have fewer materials. It can be a rabbit hole. You can't cross anything off your to-do list because you can't make any choices because the amount of choices is overwhelming. And in all honesty, you probably, instead of helping yourself, just spent all of this time and you're not any closer to your final decision. I don't know about you, but this is a cycle that doesn't feel helpful to me, and it's not how I like to spend my summer. So today, I want to talk to you about an alternative. Instead of a mountainous daily to-do list where we spend all of this time on social media, where we spend all of this time researching, let's talk about how to set goals for the whole summer, or at least for one month at a time. You might be thinking, Rachel, how in the world is summer goal setting different from a daily to-do list? So glad you asked. There are several ways that setting a summer goal list is different from a daily to-do list. But basically what it's going to let you do is free up your time. You're not going to be making that daily to-do list where you're frantically thinking of all the things that need to happen, not getting around to all of them, feeling guilty you didn't get to them, then moving them over to the next day where you have even more things that still need to get done, plus the things that didn't happen the day before, and now you have this to-do list that just keeps rolling over like a snowball and becoming this huge behemoth that you can't conquer. It doesn't, it's not helpful, right? That's not, it doesn't, you're not accomplishing enough things you're not feeling like you're using your time and you're potentially not feeling like you're enjoying your summer. Summer should be a relaxing time, right? You still need to do some work, but it's summer. You should be relaxing. So to set summer goals, basically what you do is you think about five-ish things that you'd like to accomplish for each month of the summer, or you can think of your summer overall. And I'd also really encourage you to mix in professional and personal goals or professional and then non-professional or non-school-based goals. So personally, my current summer goals, these are my five summer goals right now. To read 20 minutes a night, Sunday to Thursday, to work out daily, Monday to Friday, to finally get into the Pinning Perfect course that I have already paid for, thank God for evergreen course content, to create three new products, and to push out consistent content. So you can see that of the five goals I've set for myself to achieve between essentially Memorial Day and Labor Day, that's kind of what I consider the summer, even though that may not 100% be like when school is out of session, right? I'm thinking Memorial Day to Labor Day. So I've set myself these five goals, and two of them are not professional goals. Two of them are goal personal goals. Now I want to tell you five reasons why setting summer goals is so great. The first reason is that it lets you frame your daily work. 
So one of my goals this summer is to push out new consistent content. For me, what that means is that I want new content coming out two to three times each week. So I can achieve this either by dedicating one entire day a week to writing or creating, or I could write and create on two days and schedule content to go out, or I can even one week write one whole day, the next week I can write on one or two days, and I can even come up with another strategy if that feels more helpful. And I can have this flexibility depending on what other commitments or appointments or travel we have going on, right? I'm not saying every single day has to be so rigid. I have a frame of the things that need to happen in the week, and I can kind of drop them into the week in places that feel comfortable and feel productive. Another thing is that setting smaller goals simplifies the planning you need to achieve them, right? My second goal is to work out daily, Monday to Friday. So this fitness goal fits in better for me than, for example, the less tangible lose five pounds over the summer. That's also a goal, yes, but writing it as a way for me to complete a daily workout gives me the flexibility, A, to change my workout every day, right? Like some days cardio or HIIT feels really good. Sometimes on the weekends, sometimes on Monday morning or Sunday morning, all I really want to do is some yoga or some Pilates, right? So I'm not as committed. I have more flexibility in the type of workout I'm doing. It also, setting my goal to, as um, physical activity for me, as opposed to weight loss, is makes me feel better in the summertime because I'm working out every day so it doesn't matter as much if I have a beer or a glass of wine with dinner right like I'm enjoying myself and I know that I'm also staying active and then I'm not going to stress out if in a month I haven't lost any weight right because I'm meeting my goal of being physically active um it's also easier when you set summer goals to mix in a, a personal and professional goals. So rather than sitting down and just thinking of every single thing that needs to happen between now and August for school, I can think about what needs to happen in a month personally and professionally. Or I can even think about, I can still think about the whole summer overall as one big chunk, but I can think about it as a sum, right? Like I don't have to think about my summer as just being dedicated to school. I can think about what are things that I'd also like to do outside of school. We're going to Copenhagen this year for 4th of July and we have um, our transportation booked and we have a hotel booked, but we haven't planned any of our activities while we for that trip. So one thing that's going to be a priority before we go to Copenhagen is obviously like researching what we can do, what we'd like to do, and the best way to do it, should we buy tickets ahead online? Should we buy them that day? Um, plus, when I mix personal and professional goals, like read for 20 minutes a night, also be consistent in your content, right? When I mix those personal and professional goals, I don't feel guilty about taking some time in the afternoon to have some coffee and read on the balcony because reading is one of my goals. It's something that I enjoy. It makes me feel more sane and more human. So I am more productive in other areas of my life when I'm giving myself time to do things that I enjoy and are important to me. So mixing these personal and professional goals rather than constantly working on this giant to-do list make me feel like a more productive human. It's also easier to layer goals when you set uh, a, when you set goals for the whole summer, right? So if I achieve a goal, I'm not going to be like, oh, 
Great work. Rest of your laurels now. You did it, Rachel. Way to go. It's You can layer your goals, right? So one of my goals this summer is to push out more consistent content. So if I... And pushing out consistent content, and I've been sticking to that by the 4th of July or so, I'm going to think to myself that I've essentially achieved this goal, and I'm going to set myself a new goal, right? So if I achieve pushing out consistent content by the 4th of July, I'm likely to start working on a Pinterest goal that I have next, right? I super love Pinterest, but I am terrible at it. So if I can start pushing out consistent content, then I'll think by the 4th of July, then I'll start working on creating pins for my Pinterest boards that are uniform and nice and neat and look like they go and cohesive, like they go together, right? But if I don't have my consistent content going by the 4th of July, then that's fine. I can know, I know that that's my next goal. And if I achieve consistent content, then that's where I'm going. And if I don't achieve consistent content, I'll take a little bit longer and I'm not going to stress out about that. And the last reason that summer goal setting is so great is that setting small goals lets you celebrate more often. I kind of touched on this before, but celebrating success is a super important part of setting goals and staying motivated. If you're constantly thinking about how far you have to go to achieve your goals, you can get really defeated and it's harder to become more productive in that type of environment. But if you're setting smaller goals and giving yourself a metaphorical or maybe even literal if you're flexible, uh, pat on the back on a consistent basis, then you're more likely to stick with those goals and achieve even more in the long run. So setting smaller, more specific goals like workout daily is easier, right? If I'm doing that, if I'm getting in those daily workouts, I'm feeling really good about myself. Like, yeah, you're really doing it. Whereas looser goals, like lose five pounds are just harder to achieve, right? I know if I have read 20 minutes a night, I'll finish a book, right? And I'll get to start another one. So setting small goals lets you celebrate more often and it helps you be more productive in the long run. Summer goal setting is great because it lets you use your whole summer to hit your goals. You can mix in summer fun and still utilize your time productively. You don't have to feel compelled to turn down social invitations because your to-do list is overwhelming. You don't have to do every single thing every single day. You can look at your week and your month and drop your responsibilities in in a way that feels productive and useful and comfortable to you. If you haven't tried summer goal setting before, I'd really encourage you to try it out this summer and see how it feels and let it help you enjoy your summer while getting some work done for your classroom in the fall. Have a great summer, teachers.